0: No, oh, on. wicked, yeah. wicked,
1: Return of the Mari It ah. is return of the Mari. Oh yeah, no, return of the Mari once again. Oh, you know that she is back. Oh yeah. <laughs> is it
2: Oh my God!
1: <laughs> is another addition. Of uh, speaking for sport, I am, of course, what? most venerated and excellent host, your favorite
2: podcaster, DR Lewis. Not the third. Silence.
1: What? Someone might be missing. We'll get to that later. As you might have guessed <laughs> from my ridiculous rendition of Return of the Mac, in which so I skipped ridiculous. several lines. I know the song. I skipped several Thankfully. lines and Thankfully. went right to the chorus because Thankfully. it's
0: Return of Mariana. She's back.
3: Yes. Mariana. Oh,
0: wow. It's back in the building. What is up? I've been summoned. I heard.
1: <laughs> I, did. I I literally yeah, I literally summoned. Him. I was <laughs>
0: talking to Josh in the car and I said he really got me. He really <laughs> I just like I did. hook I did. Line and just. Stink.
1: I, I told her. Oh, wow. I told her what we were talking about. I got like, her really. Hey,
0: do you know about the situation? I was like, no. And then I he said, I do and now. said, Oh hell! Yeah, I got her. I got
1: her. I got I got really mad. And then she started talking and <laughs> ranting. And I was like, hey, you want to talk about this on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. And so yeah, that's how we got her back on the show. Uh, so before good. we 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 least mariana back onto the podcast community, <laughs>
3: <laughs> let's introduce
1: the rat- my man, my partner in crime. Always here through the good times and the bad times. That's being poppy himself is in the building. Draw up. What up, man?
2: What to do, indeed. Hey, support the arts because, well, we are the arts.
1: In fact, the arts. And then back again, uh, becoming a bit of a regular on the show. And then we definitely don't mind that. Uh, my fellow UT alum, Julian Owens. What up, man?
4: What is up? I would love to be a regular at some point. At some point, not saying right now at not, some point, listen nice. to
1: the velvety audio coming out that microphone. <laughs> you can, you can my always count right on now. Julian Owens oh. for good audio speech. it might be because he has his own <laughs> podcast the king julian podcast check that oh, out i've been on a couple episodes of that and all the other episodes I, I are great. i well. ain't been invited
2: yet so it is what it is
4: well, we we're gonna get to that later we'll i'll talk about an update in a moment we will I'll get
1: this the diva actor is coming out in terrell all right <laughs> at, at all times i'm trying to be so, in everything so you might have noticed that this week we are without my best friend daniel davidson he's not here that's fine. We are also again without Austin. Somewhere picking his afro. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. <laughs> uh, Austin Brazina is also not with us this week. Uh we have some some plans that are in the works with that, but we'll, I'll let y'all know about that at a later date. But uh yeah, just we kind of a little off this week on the scheduling and so a few people on here, but that's all right cuz we have other people to step in and fill the void who are more than capable of making an entertaining <laughs> podcast if you know what I mean. <laughs> and so, this is of course the show where we take one topic. One topic only. Still it down into its essence. It's purest form. Give it back to you. The people. You go out, you're all informed, you're all knowledgeable, you, you you're probably just doing things you shouldn't do with that knowledge, because that's what people tend to do. They tend to take knowledge, they tend to put in places they don't, do, they shouldn't do it. And uh, as 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 Mariana smokes, um, <laughs> and so first of all, Derek, <laughs> you breaking the cipher, bro? You the um,
4: whole circle, the whole
1: circle. <laughs> whole circle.
3: What, what, uh,
2: I don't fun. care if anybody can see us. You breaking uh, the cipher, my broke guy? The um, just,
1: um, You broke the circle. Uh,
0: Man, I am like, busy. I'm in my zone, y'all. I, I, <laughs> bu- around.
1: I am busy doing a <laughs> podcast, my friends. Oh, my bad. And y'all Go should see. be busy doing a podcast. <laughs> and you know what? With that being said, <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> we're gonna get into wait. No. Before we get into our topic, one human must speak. Why did I say human? Why didn't I say man? Usually it's Terrell Hull's first take. It's because, whoa, surprise! No one knew this was coming. It's Mariana's first take. And who's hey, sponsored by Terrell?
2: It is sponsored by Chris Uzma's No No knockout uh, What does he do? He sells cars. I think he's got an ice cream joint, smoothie spot. He's doing everything because his brother is out here knocking people out. So he figured he might as well get in on the business. So that's what it's, it's about, yeah.
1: It's a lot different than what Daniel says.
2: Yeah, but- Daniel does, <laughs> Dan- I think Daniel got it written down because yeah, I, uh, I, no, I just remember the yeah. n- n-
1: knockout. Automotives. <laughs> uh, Mariana, <laughs> take it away. You get to say whatever you want about the yes. subject matter at hand. Unfiltered. Un- un- unfettered.
0: With, okay, well.
1: Without interruption from this point on.
0: <laughs> so when I first heard about it, I, had, I, I wasn't even sure who the person was. But what I can tell you is that based on life experience, when he said it was a well-respected white woman journalist, I said, I already know where this is going. In some way, shape, or form, she must have been racist to another woman journalist who probably wasn't white. So, you know, uh, I wasn't surprised, but I was certainly angered. And it, you know, frankly, if it wasn't for all of the, like, work that I did on myself during the pandemic I feel like it would probably constantly be like re a little bit of like hitting that scab of like stuff that I in the brief time that I've you know dove into like the journalism world have had to like see maybe not like well no yes I'm downplaying it directly like experiencing it's just enraging and frustrating it's 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 just ridiculous, like, to, to really have that, like, and think about it. Would any of us be able to say that in our workplace without there being repercussions? I certainly wouldn't. And it never fails to surprise me, the amount of, like, nonsense that white women are able to get away with in the workplace. I mean, like, it's rivaled only by men.
1: And that was... Mariana's first take, and who's it's sponsored by Terrell. Chris, who's mine No, no, no! Knockout Automotive. Come on by for a sweet ride, a smoothie, and a smile. Okay, there you go. You got it. Time. He got it. Yeah, that's good. I love. Su- I that. love Superfan Julian. That. Like I know there's a piece missing, and I, <laughs> I hope knew there was too. It. I
2: just couldn't remember the the sequence. See, see, we got to get Daniel. <laughs> i
1: mean I, I know it seems like nepotism because he's my best friend but there's a reason he's on the show i'm Not just saying <laughs> you know y'all be uh, coming up with the titles and whatnot so uh in case you didn't understand what Mariana was talking about even though she pretty much <laughs> summed it up perfectly uh we're better about... than i do because <laughs> i usually take a good five minutes <laughs> <laughs> that's the secret sauce of the show just let terrell h- h- huff rant yeah, uh but what to say. but What we're going through uh, this week is the controversy that's happening over for ESPN's NBA coverage between uh, Rachel Nichols um, and I don't know that I should even say versus Maria Taylor because it's not versus Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor has not said anything about Rachel Nichols whatsoever. She won't even Mm -hmm. respond to the story to say anything about Rachel Nichols. Saying something about her because
0: it would affect her position. Let's be very real here. Let's be very clear. It's not that she's. During the Michelle Obama and when they go low, we go high. It's that we don't have a choice but to go high. Right. Just want to mm-hmm. say that. Go on. It's a good point. It's a good – it's true.
1: And so here's a timeline of events as we know them to be uh, based on a New York Times uh, article uh, written by – I want to always give credit uh, – written by – oh, where's your byline? Kevin Draper. Uh, so Kevin Draper of the New York Times basically dropped a bombshell last week after – The New York Times had also published a post about, uh, excuse me, an article were yes clearly i just i won't even try to sugarcoat this clearly espn executives had had released the information that maria taylor was asking for quote unquote stephen a smith money as a bargaining chip to try to get her to lower her demands it was clearly what had occurred probably trying to get out ahead of this story as well because they knew this story was coming so espn and their executives had already pretty much anonymously thrown dirt on maria taylor already in the middle of contract negotiations because maria taylor who's currently the host of nba countdown and their nba finals coverage her contract is up in the middle of these finals as we speak her contract is running out <laughs> right now and yeah, so that started the 22nd a 22nd is when it ends if I'm it, not mistaken yes. yes and so that started a mudslinging war in which uh, again Maria Taylor is not participating in but <laughs> ESPN executives absolutely are and so this really begins last year when it, kind of under our nose ironically Deadspin had posted had posted the video of this already but because Deadspin has died and been resurrected no one really cared but last year video was surfaced because uh Rachel Nichols in what was supposed to be a private conversation with a representative uh, for LeBron James uh, Adam Mindelson, who was ironically the former communications, deputy for Arnold Schwarzenegger's gu- gubernatorial staff, but that's neither yeah, I, I, what that was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's, it's uh, there's a whole lot of things getting mixed into a into a bucket here, but uh, she was talking with Adam Mendelssohn and she was voicing frustration with the idea that ESPN had not only elevated Maria Taylor to the full-time host of NBA Countdown, but was going to let her cover the NBA Finals, which they had promised to Rachel Nichols. That was in her contract. When they renegotiated her contract, they said, hey, we're going to take you off of NBA coverage in terms of being the host of NBA Countdown, but you'll still get to do the NBA Finals, which for anyone who isn't familiar with the business, is a ridiculous thing to promise someone, being that the host of NBA Countdown has always been the host of the NBA Finals. So already ESPN already ESPN has fucked up because they have given someone a job, but to try to couch the by far, the disrespect to someone who has been respected in the industry, they promised her something that they never should have promised. So that was phase one of that. Because of that, Rachel Nichols was trying to figure out how she should handle this situation. And she went to Adam Mendelsohn uh, to figure out her next move in the course of that conversation. She said this, I wish Maria Taylor, all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your crappy longtime record on diversity, which by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like go for it, just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. Um, Throughout the course of that conversation, she said a few other things to Mendelssohn, including, um, I just want them to go somewhere else. It's in my contract, by the way, the job is in my contract in writing. Um, And she also said, excuse me let's see there's one more thing that i thought was important to get out from rachel nichols as i go through this piece uh she was talking about some of the higher-ups at espn and she was saying those same people who are like generally white conservative male trump voters is part of the reason i've had a hard time at espn i basically finally just outworked everyone for so long that they had to recognize it i just wanted to be i just don't want to then be a victim of them trying to play catch up for the same damage that affected me in the first place. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to be nice. Uh, Another thing that happened throughout the course of the conversation is Mendelssohn said that between the Me Too movement and Black Lives Matter, he's exhausted. And Rachel Nichols laughed at that comment. So she's under fire for most of those comments and rightfully so. And so um, what happened next is after the article was released, it was revealed that there's a lot of things that have been going on behind the scenes in terms of her black co-workers of course pressed her black co-workers on NBA countdown are of course pressed and feel like the situation wasn't prop handled properly because she got no repercussions from that statement being reviewed being revealed uh, keep in mind that the conversation was recorded Uh, July of last year. and Well, no. The part that I'm highlighting is... It was recorded July of last year, but the part that I'm highlighting is that that conversation was not supposed to ever be recorded whatsoever. Um, right. It was accidentally recorded to an ESPN server, and then some employee took cell phone video of that because once it goes to the ESPN server, anybody who's an ESPN employee can now see it. They record the video, and then it spread like wirefire all over the company. So technically, that video yeah, should never have ever been found. And so Rachel Nichols is, of course, pressed about that. Um, her, MBA, her fellow employees who are mostly black are pressed about her not receiving any repercussions the only person who did receive repercussions is a uh a social media producer named kayla johnson who mm-hmm. apparently sent the, ta- the video to maria taylor now i want to be clear she did not originally to our knowledge she did not originally post the video she just right. the, the video got to her and she's like maria needs to see this so i'm gonna send it to maria then she yep. told hr that that's what she did um because you know seems HR wasn't handling this, to be to be, be frank. And then she was suspended for two weeks. After she was suspended, they reduced her role within the company. Eventually, things got so bad, she felt like she could no longer continue at ESPN. By the way, she's black. So, the only person who has faced any sort of repercussions for this whole situation is her.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a low, a lower-level black employee who, mm-hmm. by all intents and purposes, did nothing but send a friend a video that was already circulating.
4: Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about the bullshit-ass penalty that Rachel Nichols get from this situation?
1: What was the bullshit-ass penalty that Ra- – oh, how she was taken off of NBA uh, – how she was taken off of right. NBA sideline reporting? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. But darn. Still
4: is able to host the jump. The jump. Yeah. Uh, so, Steve, yeah.
1: So Curtain. the NBA final started. No Rachel Nichols to be found. She was supposed to be the sideline reporter for the finals, but ESPN took her off that. She's still doing her show in which she issued – an apology we'll get to that later by the way malika andrews
2: is doing a wonderful
1: job yes he's fantastic
4: these last two games and so
1: now fast forward to now the whole thing is blown up as maria taylor's contract is set to expire things have exploded around her uh because of things that are outside of her control so that is where we leave the story now to 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 get and talk about it now um so julian's it looks like he's about to have a connection, so I'm going to ask him first. Yeah, speak on what, it, bro. <laughs> what the hell is happening at ESPN, bro?
4: Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I'm going to say this as calm as possible um, because it's been a thing that's been in ESPN for, I would say, years, maybe decades. Um, we can even go back to what happened with Jamel Hill and how she felt like she was being pressured by ESPN to get kicked out in the first place as well. This isn't the first time that ESPN has, unfortunately, have put a Black woman in a situation to be pressured to leave. Thank you. The list can go on, unfortunately. But the issue for me is, as as we just talked about a moment ago, ESPN doesn't know how to handle itself when it comes to bullshit like this, right? And it feels like with most of its reporters if they're white, they can get passes like this quite often, quite often when Jamel had her whole situation where she, if I remember correctly, years ago, she said something very weird. Like only let's be honest, Jamel says some weird shit on Twitter. And we, we all know that, but like, it's not terrible. Right. But it's all some right. stuff that you're like, oh, Jamel, wh- why the hell are you tweeting that? Okay, whatever. Go on about your business. But she said something about something pro-black. And I remember ESPN made her like, I believe, go on a week of suspension. I basically had to go on an apology about that business, right? Yeah. Um, Same thing with Stephen A. Smith a couple of years back when he said something about, you know, where Ray Rice's situation, when he was saying, like, women, you know, basically are handling that situation. They got suspended for two weeks. Immediately after he said that, like, the day after he said that, he was suspended for two weeks. No pay, right? We get to Rachel. I don't care that it was a year and a half ago. I don't care that the fact that, like you thought the conversation wasn't recorded or anything like that it was still said it was Mm -hmm. still brought out in a mass-produced audience and everybody on the internet got their hands on this audio recording Mm -hmm. and the worst rachel got was not to be able to be a sideline reporter for the fucking nba finals some exposure
2: that, that's it. That's that she really, really don't need because people right. already know who the hell she is. That's that's literally it. She's still not like I, she's up and coming, and we need to, she needed the exposure. Like we know who the fuck she is. So she's in the that's top, top all she two ESPN was, sports yeah. show.
4: Right. She's in the top two ESPN. But basketball they put her, show. but they
2: but she's still on the show. So it ain't like yo, okay, you lost some exposure, but come on, man.
4: Thank you. So my issue with ESPN is it's fucking accountability. Now I'm sorry, I'm, not, I'm gonna date the show a little bit. Sorry, Derek, but I gotta do it. You know, <laughs> earlier today. Stephen A. Smith said some xenophobic bullshit today. And I will not be surprised. And I promise right now, I can guarantee it right now, by the time of this recording, Stephen A. Smith is going to have something happen to him. Discipline, find something. It don't. I don't think it's going to be a submission, suspicion yeah. for two months, I mean, two weeks or anything like that, like it was back a couple of years ago. But it's going to be some kind of disciplinary action. We don't know what, but it's going to be He's already something. tried to walk it back, by the way. Yes, Twice. Yeah, twice failed. But, failed and uh, but he, <laughs> yeah, that's y'all, y'all, y'all can rant about, about
1: Stephen A.
4: Smith later. <laughs> later. Please get back on. <laughs> right, right. I'll oh get oh back yes. topic. we get I back on topic. Sorry, hit. I'm just. It's kind of frustrating what's going on at ESPN, and it's like yes, as Jamel said, as unfortunately idiot has also said yes, there is a diversity problem in ESPN. We have known this for years. We've known this for a very long time. ESPN has problems with basically just diversifying their reporters, mm-hmm. but. That doesn't give you the right to say the shit that you said because it comes off of you losing your job. And let's be completely honest here, folks. As a reporter, your job is mostly off the line. If you're not like Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, right. you're not somebody who has been literally drunk rolled in a red carpet in the reporting business world. Every journalism person knows, and Derek can probably speak this about this a little bit more than I can. Your job is not always guaranteed. Like you have a contract. But after that contract, like, what's going on with Maria Taylor, which is a whole other thing to talk about, it's, like, we, you, it's, it's up for grabs at that point. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if Maria Taylor is going to get another contract with ESPN. We don't know if she's going to go to another place and go get this. But it's, like, Rachel is so fixated on keeping her job at ESPN because she's sitting so comfortably. It's, like, but you know your culture. You know the work culture you're in. Like, shit like this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So get the fuck over yourself, right? Like, get over yourself. Like you, I'm not gonna be surprised if two years down the line she loses her host to somebody else in the NBA jump in it. Hopefully it's Maria Taylor, but besides the point, it like some shit like that happens and you're like, well, that's business, right? But you don't go say some stupid shit like, oh, it's because of diversity that she's got the position. No, Maria right. Taylor's been working her ass off for ESPN for years. <laughs> don't don't do that to people. That's don't remind I mean. them because because of what they're like because they're doing something a little bit harder than you are. Like get mm. anyways. All in all, saying. ESPN is on bullshit. This whole thing is on bullshit. And I think, in my personal opinion, things need to shake in ESPN. But that's a whole nother conversation for a different time.
1: And maybe uh, we'll have that conversation, but yeah. now
4: it's uh, Terrell Huff's
1: turn to go on a long rant in which I cannot control.
2: To be honestly, to be honest, it's probably not going to be that long. I mean, uh, <laughs> I just <because> wait, wait, <laughs> wait before you go. I just want to say, you say that
1: every time you go on a long rant, so don't be fooled, Look, audience. Just because he so,
2: said it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the, Julian hit on the the part of it that annoys me the most. There's so many underlying aspects of it that I can't hit on Mariana's going to be able to do a much better job of it because she's uh, a female of color in that business, but the part that stuck out the most to me was and 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 the sad part is I'm not a hundred percent sure that Rachel Nichols was really aware of just how shitty what she was saying was when she said no. when she said that Because basically because of ESPN's ESPN's shitty history on diversity, don't try to give her my shit. When you completely, you know, you give this backhanded comment about how I wish her all the success in the world. Apparently you don't. Apparently you don't fucking wish her all the success in the world because you don't want her to quote unquote have your shit. Guess what? If she handles your shit better than you handle your shit, she gets your shit, period. And she's proven, at least in my eyes, that she did so. So the idea that she's just where she's at, because you didn't just, the funny thing is, is I really honestly feel like Rachel Nichols felt like she was saying just that one particular thing with the sideline reporting or whatever it is that they were going to have, whatever duty they were going to give Maria Taylor that supposedly belonged to Rachel Nichols. In her little mind, she probably felt like, and I shouldn't say little mind, I'm sure she's a very smart young lady, but my point is, in her mind and in the very, I don't know, almost myopic way she was thinking, it was that, oh, well... Because of their crappy history on diversity, they're going to give her my one thing. No, what you're saying without un- probably not even realizing it is that, no, you're saying that everything she's got right now and anything she gets going forward is because ESPN's got this shitty record when it comes to diversity. That's what you're saying. When you completely and totally disregard everything that she's doing right and that she's been doing right since she's been with ESPN, period, I I shouldn't. I should know who Maria, Maria Taylor is and I do but the thing is for somebody that does not have ESPN on their TV like I don't that's not part of my cable package which we just cut the cord by the way but that's not part of my cable package so therefore I have to, when I, when I found out about a Maria Taylor, which was probably, I really started paying attention to her probably about a year ago, uh, which ironically is probably around when all this was, was going on or when this was said by Rachel Nichols on this recorded, on this recording, the crazy part is, is like, I started paying attention to her. I started seeking her out because she seemed to be extremely and ridiculously good at the, at the job. This is somebody, again, you question a, and, and his, his, it's Steve Saban, right? The, the head coach of Alabama, Nick Saban, Nick Saban. I I don't like the guy, so I never remember his first name. Anyway, Nick Saban. She this is somebody that's questioning Nick Saban. OK, this is a black female reporter questioning Nick Saban during, I believe, the the, the national championship game. Um, And, you know, like, I mean, this is these are things that you probably would not be used to seeing. And so I started really paying attention to her because I thought, wow, like she, her demeanor, the way she does what she does, not getting flustered. It's obvious that she is a natural talent at this, and she's extremely good at what she does. And what really just stuck out to me was what I was saying earlier, which is that she basically cast all sorts of doubt in some people's mind, not mine, that this is all, oh, she's only where she's at because... ESPN is trying to look more diverse because maybe it was after the Jamel Hill fallout. Um, you know, obviously, Carrie Champion within the last several months is no longer a part of the company. There's all these things that have gone on. And then there's this idea. And that's what you're putting out there, Rachel Nichols, which is, oh, well, ESPN is trying to make up for, for past trans- transgressions when it comes to, to you know, uh, uh, black reporters, uh, female reporters, black female reporters. And that's where my issue is with it. And honestly, the rest of it, because I feel like that one line that she said, not lie, I shouldn't, it makes it seem like it's scripted, but that one phrase that she said or that term she used, that's where everything else in and around that really meant very little of anything to me because that right there told everybody what she was about. She showed her whole entire ass in that one sentence, which was basically, you know, she shouldn't get what I got just because ESPN fucked up and they didn't know how to be more diverse. No. That's not how the fuck shit works. People that are qualified get shit. They get jobs. They get duties. They get responsibilities. They get money, which she deserves every fucking penny of it. Stephen A. Smith just basically proved the fucking point that supposedly she's been making, speaking of Maria Taylor, that she deserves Stephen A. Smith money. Why? Because Stephen A. Smith damn sure doesn't deserve the money he's getting. So if he's getting $8 million a year, whatever the fuck it is, and Maria Taylor is literally somebody that can speak on multiple sports with. Actual intelligence as opposed to this numbnut Stephen A. Smith, who we will talk about a little bit later, who can barely speak eloquently about basketball other than throwing in a couple of four syllable, $20 words that he probably doesn't even know what they mean. I, I don't under fucking stand. Why what? people are I actually looking didn't at this? I know Ed White's girl was on the program today. What is happening to Stephen uh, A Smith right now? I'm <laughs> just saying, this, this shit's ridiculous, man. And it's like people are talking about, oh, she wants more money. People have tried to justify what Rachel Nichols said by saying, oh, this all got out because Maria Taylor wants more money and she leaked it out herself and she did this and she. D- there are just so many knuckleheads. Most likely, they have something to do with bar stool sports because most of them douchebags are the ones that say shit like this. Uh, that she leaked it herself. And she put all this stuff out here, speaking of Maria Taylor, and that's Maria. why we all know about this. As if, like, it's not bad. It's only bad because
1: supposedly she leaked it out and it's all her fault. Well, so, we you know, know via email, we know via email um, <laughs> response that Maria Taylor did not leak this and said she Thanks. would never leak this. By the way, she, I'm done she, with would nev- rant. she would never. Well, uh, two questions after that rant, Terrell. How, how old are you again? Forty five. Rachel Nichols is older than you, so look, you call look, you called Rachel Nichols a young lady, and Rachel Nichols Well, she Nichols
3: is a young well, She should be happy
1: that I called her a young lady, <laughs> yeah. because a lot of white
2: women don't look just, that good at 40-something years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said that shit. I said
1: what the fuck I said. Terrell's unfiltered and unplugged. He said you what the seven fuck seven I said. I I Terrell's on, I love on, it. I love on, it. on tilt. Terrell's on <laughs> tilt. Terrell's on tilt. That's spoken from somebody that's 45 and looked like he's 35. So you know what? What? Fuck out of here! I know yeah. what I'm talking about. And so, and also, I just want to, uh, I just want to, I just want to say for the record, a whole bathroom I
0: enjoyed that rant. A lot of money. <laughs> In aging as slowly as you guys do, just so you know. Thank you. Oh, I uh, am
1: it's a great <laughs> investment too. Um, apparently, yeah, apparently, I keep telling people I, when I worked at H E B. When I worked at H E B. Past tense. um <laughs> there you little, go. This is a little flexer. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 people, I keep tell, I kept telling people I was thirty. Like you're not thirty. I'm like, why, why would I lie about being <laughs> <laughs> thirty? What, what would be the benefit of such a thing?
3: Hey, right. Uh, yeah. But
1: yeah, I, while I enjoyed your rant, Terrell, the other thing I need to say is while I enjoyed your rant, it was in Indeed, yes, another long one, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed every piece of it. But I just want you to know just because you say it's not going to be long does not change the fact that it didn't well, in fact, be long. Um, so quick, I, I just to, want
4: to say this really worse. quick. And then you, can go in, you can go in there. Last thing I just want to say is this is an affirmative action like it was for college. Yeah. Right. This is actually professional. Your job. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Rachel, I understand where you're trying to go with it, but it's still racist. It's still coming off of very very racist uh, connotations and roots, please check yourself. But please go on.
1: uh, There are two things that I think are running up against each other in terms of what Rachel Nichols said um, that are concerning to me. Um, There's the idyllic version of the world that I would like to live in where it's like, hey, man, you're a veteran in this game, right? Maria Taylor is just kind of becoming the rising star that you once were you were once a rising star and now you're an established star why not take that person under your wings and you know nurture that you would love to see that in the world that's the world that i want to live in where i create something that's nice and then i put other people on that's the type of leader that i want to be you would like to see that when
2: you claim uh, real quick especially when you claim that you know what she's supposedly going through there's even more reason for her to do what you're talking about so proceed uh, Terrell getting to my point before I could get to my point. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, that, it comes with age, dude. Like the older you get, you just start like stealing people's thunder.
1: It's just. A yeah, thing it's, it's, it's why you're here. The um, and then there's the second thing where she basically essentially reduces Maria Taylor to a diversity hire. When and you guys have already spoke on it. So we're not going to I'm not going to belabor the point too much. But Maria Taylor is far from uh, far, far from a diversity hire. Maria Taylor is every bit as qualified and every bit the hard worker that Rachel Nichols was when she came up through the pipeline. And so Rachel Nichols knows the game and how it goes. She literally was left for dead when ESPN fired her or let her go or let her contract run out. And she created a whole brand for herself at uh, CNN and became such a, 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 such such a, a big figure in the world of a political, you know, kind of theater entertainment that ESPN had to hire her back to do the things that she wanted to do. Maria Taylor is coming up through a new world where you don't necessarily have to, you know, ESPN is fixing to an extent some of the sins of their past by not making a Maria Taylor have to go do something elsewhere um, to come back and get the props that she's owed at the company. At the same time, if she if. If Rachel Nichols had just left it at, hey. I've worked really hard for this stuff. Please don't take my stuff. That's a very understandable feeling. While it's a disappointing feeling from the outside mm-hmm. looking in, that's a very understandable feeling. No one wants mm-hmm. their stuff taken. That's just right. that's just a human emotion. Right. And so if she had just said that, while it would have still been very disappointing specifically to me, I think most people st- still would have given her a pass. It definitely wouldn't have turned into this. Right. Where she got herself into trouble was the diversity part of this, which was both untrue and both unnecessary to say, even if it was true,
0: even you if it was the absolute
1: truth as an ally, you should s- say, Hey, and someone who claims to be an ally, you should be someone say, hey, you know, I understand that they're trying to fix some of the wrongs of the past. Some Someone's going to have to decrease so that other, so that they can increase and get their just deserves. That's just how the world works. Um, at the same time, I feel bad. For both Maria Taylor, first off, who's done absolutely nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong. I feel bad because she is being stymied still by bad management. And so then on that token, I feel bad for Rachel Nichols because she gets put into a position where she is. For, we're not forced to make this error but where she is, has the opportunity to make this error and right. it's because of bad management it's because espn doesn't know how to handle this shit they first they fucked up by promising rachel nichols something they should never have promised her secondly they fucked up by <laughs> by not handling the situation properly and third they fucked up because rachel nichols and maria taylor can absolutely be on the same show no doubt they, there doesn't have to be too there doesn't have to be a fight here And it'd be fucking
2: brilliant, to be honest. If they were
1: the (laughs) answer, the answer doesn't have to be either or. It can just be both. But because of the business, the 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 apparatus that ESPN itself has put in place, the power structure has put in place, they create an either or scenario that Maria Taylor and Rachel Nichols just have to live in, and so that breeds contempt um, Mm -hmm. amongst your teammates. Um, Now, black people. My my thoughts
0: on that are always: what if? it doesn't have to be that way mm. you know like i'll get to it like when it's my turn but oh no
2: it's your turn now yeah. Make, go, go ahead and speak on it
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it's just okay so so like the reason i bring that up is because i want to establish that i have I know white women can do better because I've worked with before and do now with white women who are actually doing the the fucking thing, whether people are looking or not to open the door for other people and to actually believe it isn't until like who actually believe that their white armor should be used to like, oh, well, I have all this privilege, so I'm going to use it to help people like they're they're self-aware of their privilege. And those those are like really like It's really awesome to have friends like that and to work with people like that. And because of that, I know that white women can do better because I've seen it. Mm. So to me, it's telling that uh, Rachel Nichols said what she did when she thought nobody was listening because that is when you know a person. When they think nobody is listening, when they think that they can just be unfiltered and they say shit like that, that's when you know that they are still racist. Mm. They may not think it, but they are. Um, it, it the, you know, the mentality that when it seems it, it's interesting to me, the mentality of you know how you often hear when when a white person's job is being questioned. Uh-huh. Oh well, the best person was selected, the best person was chosen for the job. And shout out to uh, Melissa Barrera. She's a she was in in the Heights, and uh, uh-huh. I'm gonna take my moment to collect her as well because. She may be Latina, she may be like the same color as me, but I'm gonna take a moment to drag her as well, because that is the trash ass excuse she gave for the racism that went on on the set of her show. Mm. Oh, yeah, you know, the most talented people were selected. Oh, so all the talented people were all white. Her and just one black man that's not even Latinx or presents Latinx. Just a regular, so just a regular
1: ass black man. It's like, it's hey, a here's, a black of, black. here's a bunch of here's a bunch of light skinned Latinx people, and a regular, a regular ass black, black
0: man. man. And so, <laughs> no, no right.
1: Afro Latinx representation in <laughs> the heights,
3: apparently. And so,
0: when you think about it, that's what they always do. Women like Rachel Nichols and to me, Melissa Barrera are one in the same. I have the ability to do that as well because I am also whiter passing. So I could be a Melissa Barrera who's like, well, the the best person was clearly selected. That's not what happened. You're leaning into your privilege. And instead of using your armor to be like, no, someone else could have done it. And I, ad- I recognize that the same thing is going on with Rachel Nichols, that um, it only applies to them when the person being questioned is white. Why is that? Because you don't want to question that you still have the mentality of they could do something to me. So it's me or All them. Right. So instead of me actually putting my ass on the line, I'm going to use excuses like, well, I've got a lot going on. I have mental health issues. My foot hurts, whatever. You're always going to use some excuse to hide behind because you have the privilege to do that. Because Rachel Nichols can, can, can go home and pretend that she's not racist and people will, will believe it. She can go, she, it's just frustrating to no end. And that's what it boils down to. Like all of it boils down to that at the end of the day for me, that she still believes black women are a threat. Like when you, when you back it out, you still think black women are a threat. You still think black women like Maria Taylor are here to take something from you. That is what Rachel Nichols thinks. And I'm speaking to her like she's going to listen to this. You still think black women are a threat. And that's not cool. That is exactly what you're doing. You don't want, you don't want to hear it. But you think they're a threat. You're threatened by them. Mm. Like it's not my fault that they're superior, but that's just how it is, honey. They are. You're just going to have to accept that shit. If that wasn't the case, you wouldn't have all of these black athletes being discriminated against while my white friends, I'm not going to name them, but I have white friends who are going to the Olympics and they've never had trouble getting in. Uh They've been doing that shit since high school. Uh So Uh I'm sorry, but to me, I'm trying to, I'm a Capricorn and I want to know I'm competing against the best people. And I don't want this to be no bring it on situation where I'm competing against all these white people that are just stealing from black talent because that's what they do in all industries. We and that's finally why. figured
2: it out. We finally that's this is why I, I stand every time I see Mariana. I'm a Capricorn too. You see? That's what it was.
0: We <laughs> just figured just,
2: that I'm shit so, out. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, so glad but I have trying that, to that be against
0: <laughs> the best people and I'm yeah. trying to see the best people. And no, if, I if hear you. me is Rachel Nichols, and Rachel Nichols is a is like the store brand version of Maria Taylor. I'm sorry, mm. but I want to see Maria Taylor.
2: That's what's But so. Rachel
0: Nichols can't handle that because why? Because Maria Taylor is clearly rising in the ranks and in her mind, mm. she's better than me. Well, yes, obviously she is because she's a black woman and black women are just superior, but that's besides the point. Just stand in your shit, own your shit and be confident. Go to therapy for crying out loud. It's not. <laughs> it's not Maria Taylor's fault that you have some kind of like insecurities or whatever.
3: Mm. i don't know if
0: anybody told you that but go to therapy honey and quit like this is bullshit maria taylor can't even like say anything why because wow. she will get in trouble yeah and every time oppressed people speak up they get reminded to stay in their place
2: yep mm. it's not she's not not speaking because it's oh i'm just you know staying above the fray like i honestly oh. think
1: she fears that something would happen if she I'm says not so.
0: say that maybe maybe i don't want to speak for her Yeah, yeah well, because, I mean, uh, because we, what, we,
1: we get in trouble when we try to psychoanalyze people who we don't we don't know she might very well just be the yeah, kind of person who's i like, don't want to
0: speak for her she may be she may not want to say anything but from what i have seen yeah what i have seen like and these are my opinions my opinion is that rachel nichols needs to go to therapy my opinion is that when you make a when you make a statement sorry about my dog when you make a statement um, when you think no one else is looking, it's because you're the most comfortable. You can be yourself. Mm. I don't think anyone's going to listen to that. So what? It, it's just to me, if you are ever comfortable saying it, it's because you feel it. It's not because, well, that wasn't supposed to get out. It doesn't matter if it was supposed to get out or not. As Derek said earlier, your intent doesn't matter. It's the impact it makes. That's, that's how the world works. You can't expect the world to, to adjust to you. That's not how it works.
1: And in some fairness to... Rachel Nichols her apology does address the fact that you know it doesn't matter what her intent was it matters what the impact was at right. the same time there's also some shielding around her that's going on even beyond what we've already talked about because when she gave her apology she spent two minutes on the jump giving an apology mm-hmm. the next 10 minutes were spent by her co-workers defending what she, defending, defending her. That which, which while I which I while I understand her. the sentiment to defend your friend that was not the venue in which to do so so like Why, there's just well, a lot right. of things that are
0: they, they continue to coddle them they coddle them I say this because i've seen it i've had i've i've been put situations like this before not specifically at my like current workplace but i've seen it before
1: and the interesting part to me is that not not that she i mean because again this was a this was a private conversation that she never expected to get out but she says all this, she takes this tremendous L. She takes this 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 L in some respects, and in some respects, it's just, you know, we we you know, we kind of spoke about oh, this with is. the chance with the Chauncey Billups and the Kobe Bryant situation with their yeah. rape cases, how it's like it it's an L publicly, but like how much of an L are you really taking because you really haven't faced the consequences for your actions? Sure. And yeah. so like in some respects it's an L. But the interesting part to me is that she still lost a fucking job. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like she, it didn't it didn't help her. Whatever Adam advice Adam Mendelson gave her, um, it didn't it didn't work because she still lost the fucking job and she still had to be the sideline reporter, even though she didn't want to be. She still didn't get to hold the finals, <laughs> even though she wanted to. And right. so that her solution and her all her anger, it really didn't get her anywhere because she still mm-hmm. lost the job, which was always what was going to happen. Um, because once ESPN makes the decision for better or for worse, that is usually the decision. the decision. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the decision. Because And that in some parts, that's also what's wrong with the company is that they have no flexibility. They're very rigid. And they're very reactive. So I do want to dive away from Rachel Nichols for a second and and talk more about the environment that created this situation, which is Mm -hmm. the ESPN environment, which we know is mostly a boys club. We know it's a "Quote unquote, pay your dues," kind of, kind of place mm-hmm. where old white men are like, "Oh, pay your dues," and then eventually you'll get, you'll get what's coming to you. It's a, you know, even Rachel Nichols speaks to the fact that a lot of the people who have been holding her back within the company are conservative, Trump-like voters. So I mean, mm-hmm. there's a culture around ESPN um, that's not great and never been great. And some of the problem is a, they're reactive, and I, we say this all the time with the, especially with white people, especially with white companies, they're super reactive. So um, it reminds me, it, it kind of takes back to a Hamilton quote. Right? It's just true. It's like, if you, st- if you stand for nothing, what do you fall for? ESPN doesn't stand for anything. They don't have values as a corporation. So their values constantly change and run into each other. They didn't have for a near half decade. They wouldn't let Dan Levitar. They wouldn't let Jamel Hill. They wouldn't let the carry champion speak about any sort of black issue. Mm. Then. Then white people were like, "Hey, we're cool with Black Lives Matter, and this is fucked up that black people keep getting, get, getting killed by the police. How about we talk about it?" ESPN immediately reverses course and lets black people start saying what's you, on their mind out really of quick. nowhere. So it's like really. What are you what are your ethics? What are you what are you what is your ethos? It's it doesn't exist, so you can just keep changing. <laughs> Julian, please, just please, sweater, please.
4: It pissed oh. me off because you, you brought up a conversation that I was gonna bring up earlier, and thank you for catching my wind on it. What pisses me off so much about this, too, is she says this shit as ESPN is blowing all this shit up. And guess who's one of the first people to try to do that on the jump? Her. And you mean to tell me, as you were saying all this shit, talking about we're an al- you're an ally, you're you're basically promoting black excellence and you're supporting a Black Lives Matter movement. You say shit like this, get the fuck out of my face! Like, oh, that's what pissed me off so much about that is when I found that it was from July of last year. I was like, oh, you mean the same time when they were just really blowing up with nothing but Black Lives Matter shit when the bubble was happening, when mm-hmm. she literally would do personal interviews with Black athletes and talk about the movement with them. You mean the same time she was doing it? Bet. Bet. Thank you. What
0: did I, and what did I say? It's what she says behind closed doors. But mm-hmm. I do thank Derek for reminding me because I did want to bring that up earlier of like the environment. It's obviously like a very cutthroat environment for women and that's what it's going to feel like Mm -hmm. so for her to see that another like person is coming up in ranks and she feels like it's like because it's a boys club Mm. that she's threatened that is what bothers me that instead of turning toward the actual problem which is espn right she she turns toward well let me let me pull something here i'm not racist at all but she's a diversity hire
2: yeah why Rich. don't
0: you take your, like, I understand that it's hard. I understand that women have had to fight hard. And this is what pisses me off about white women in journalism, because I did have to deal with this. I did have to deal with them saying, why do, why do I have to be held accountable for my ancestors' acts? And you're trying to step on uh, our, everything we've done. So me trying to make it in the field and challenging you with your racism is me trying to erase you. That is how you see it. So you are still aligned with this, like, toxic white supremacist mentality that the, that the person of color is coming for your job.
2: To take something from you.
0: And this is why I prefer my racists to be, like, very obvious racists. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you, no, because you get
2: No, it's so funny that. you say that because I've thought that a million times. Like, you know what? It might be a better planet, a better world if just the racist people were just, like, out here being I racist. Had oh, had just, had that, had just outwardly racist. Like, hey! <laughs>
0: <And you> know, <laughs> I've, told you, I've told you guys about this before. Julianne, ha- ha, I don't know if, I don't think he's heard the story, but, like, the, the 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 trauma that I endured when I went to Portland for that Women in Journalism conference, mm. that's when I was, like, it was so traumatic it was so like someone threw ice on my body realizing like the overt racism and these people who are like no trump oh but you're obviously you are obviously not white passing whoever told you that like you know like oh wow making massive they did this trigger warning making massa jokes uh calling like you know homesteading calling oh whenever my grandpa whenever my grandparents were homesteading in arizona saying that to an indigenous journalist Oof. the pure like that's why i'm like and being there and being like i'm a diversity pick i was only picked because they needed like a like a token person like a token mexican like realizing this stuff i will, i i remember like shaking on the way home from the like from there on the airplane and being like i prefer my racist like like they are in the South, <laughs> like what, what was this mind like inception? Yeah. Like it was just, it's, it's terrible. It, it makes you, and that's why it frustrates me because Rachel Nichols built up this, you built a relationship with your audience. You, you present yourself, you are a brand and you are connecting with them. They expect something from you and for you to then turn around and be this like person who is willing to do that. And instead of like, an ESPN is the same. ESPN is exactly the same what is more convenient for me I am a marketing giant so let's have the creative team let's have the creative team do all this like you know diversity stuff I see it not where like in my specific place of work but because I'm in this field
1: well and let's be careful about you know throwing the diversity word around at ESPN because there's uh and I this isn't something that I know obviously I've never worked at ESPN but Jamel Hill, um, Amin Al-Hassan specifically spoke about this on the Dan Levitard show, how ESPN appears diverse because if they need a color analyst, they'll hire a black man. If they need, you know, someone to do analysts, they'll hire a former black athlete. But if you look behind the camera, you will notice that a lot of behind the camera is white. And so um, there's a way that they're doing business at ESPN that kind of shows the values of ESPN that are very obvious. It's 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 very obvious that there are no people of color in positions of true authority, you know, decision-making places because of the way that they handle things because the way they run from that, you know, this whole podcast is dedicated to social the social aspects of sports because that's what sports is. But ESPN right. for so long didn't even want to, act like black people existed in sports they just wanted it to be as whitewashed as possible that's that was their company operating that's like, that, procedure.
0: Sounds like, that sounds like every like journalist journalism establishment which is why mm. I, I am not active in journalism anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> because they'll put you and like yeah look obviously yeah look we're diverse obviously and behind the scenes it's it's like a sea of white just like mm-hmm. mayonnaise everywhere so this is, mm-hmm. you
1: know, so this is a, a systemic problem, and Rachel Nichols is just at the tip of the systemic problem. She's she part of hit, it, so. but it is not. It's but the, in my I, opinion,
0: everyone plays a role, and that's what frustrates me. That it starts at the top. It always does, and it starts with one person allowing it, the next person allowing it, the next person allowing it, and there will be people like the people that allow it are more damaging than the people who are perpetuated, in my opinion, because there's more. People that are like just kind of like, oh, and they just kind of move it forward without stopping it, without doing something. So, yeah, it is the tip. And I'm like, it's the tip of the iceberg. And I'm glad that technology is unreliable and that she was recorded, because if it wasn't for this, what would be holding ESPN accountable other than hmm. these kind of like blunders happening?
2: Or or does Maria Taylor become the next carry champion, next Jamel Hill, you know, any other, you know, I mean. I mean let's be realistic. That's a track record with them, right? I mean how ironic
0: that I saw her at that conference that I was mentioning earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And she had just left. Mm. And she was like, I'll never forget it because it was me and her, and three, it was like a couch filled with that's how I I felt like it was like the majority of like the people that were there that were black were there in that little like lobby area. Mm. And like a few of us token journalists. And to hear her talking about everything she'd been through, and she's like, I have to be really careful because I just left. But I just knew, like, she gave us, like, she gave them the spiel, like, the the speech that she was, like, asked to do. But then she gave us a different talk. Mm. So, you know. Wow. That, for me, I was like, this is, this is, like.
1: Yeah, that's know. why it's exciting to see this. And it's it's hard because Maria Taylor's in this weird position where now she's being attacked by the clay travis of the world who say she don't deserve five million dollars because why well, would oh because she's just a you know i i actually i don't want to get into an argument but i would actually disagree i think that people like clay travis who are more overtly racist are even more so a problem than people who are i mean it's all a problem. So, like, you're great non screwed sure. But when I, you know, Clay Travis just blatantly just comes out and says, Maria Taylor doesn't deserve what she's worth because she's just a diversity hire. But Maybe who gives about that platform? Other racist white people. <laughs> so, it's like, oh, they're overtly racist white people. Like, Clay Travis is just overt with it, and that's why he's carved out his little niche. He The yeah. thing about him is he doesn't even believe half that shit. I know someone who's close to Clay Travis. He's just doing a performance and dance to get money, which mm-hmm. is even... That's even worse. worse. That's even worse. Yeah. This is even, it's even the, worse. Which is even the worst worse. part. Because and that is
0: the privilege of it. He's choosing to be that way and he gets away with it. He doesn't have to go home and like worry about his safety. Like it's, I just
1: not it's, it's a frustrating business. So <laughs> Maria Taylor is in this very awkward position where she has to just float this line between, you know, she has to kind of choose between she can get a really big payday here from ESPN and probably who knows what will happen things are up in the air espn is what it is it carry champion Jamel hill we've seen we've seen it play out they they have their pet person that they enjoy who's doing fine work who is a star and you think they're about to go on this rocket ship to the moon and then something will happen something will happen like you know Jamel hill and michael smith got the sports center the quote-unquote blacker version of sports center Mm -hmm. and you saw like People started pushing back and saying this was liberal ESPN. ESPN didn't like that, and they pulled both Michael Smith and Jamel Hill are gone. They're gone.
4: That was like so, six like, months, if I remember. Yeah. So
1: like wait, ESPN.
0: Wait, wait, wait. ESPN so I don't really follow that that as much. So you're telling me? Am I misunderstanding this? Because there was two black hosts,
2: right? Jamel yeah, Hill, Michael basically, Smith, who were great friends, they, had, the,
1: they were. Well, but, you know, they so that the made, it made it liberal? Center. They tried to they've tried to put some flavor into Sports Center. Is yeah, but, what but
0: how is that liberal? How is like
1: Well they had they had very it was they talked about sports mostly. Well, right. Yeah. But right. every once in a while they would it's do something.
0: It's hard some, for me to like not see the
1: <laughs> every once in a while they would do something that made it. Right, that they're not fucking. Well, that they're not fucking Christian conservatives. Right, like, <laughs> like,
2: like you remember the bit with, uh, with, with men uh the bit with Boys in the Hood or like yes. some of the other stuff. Like so it, they would bring, they would bring some of the stuff that if you you know if you know about the culture, you laughing because you know well, what they're talking they were, about. The well, references, because
0: pre- stuff because they were presenting. Sure, their culture. Sure, that was liberal well
1: as is that was, as yeah. as is the case with as is what all white people say whenever they say any portion right. of black culture is that it's liberal but also unless, in this unless in this, unless, they're it, it, it,
0: unless they're getting it in the form of like a little tiktok star who stole it right oh unless addison
1: they,
2: you know what that's a whole nother show that's racist? What I mean?
0: did you see addison oh, oh that's what I, I heard
2: i
1: should have i probably you know that but it yeah. it in a meager defense of this, they actually would talk politics every once in a while. And it was a more liberal leaning bent because that's who they are as people, not because they're, these flaming liberals who want to present as flaming yeah. liberals—it's just they would give their opinion. Their opinion happens to be someone. They were liberal.
0: hired to do that, were they not? They,
1: they yes, oh, They were very and much so speaking ESPN, for sport before speaking for sport was ESPN, a thing. Whoa, you know? whoa,
2: whoa, they whoa, were the ESPN whoa, version whoa, of whoa. speaking now, for. Now your own
4: thing though. I was going to say your own thing though. come that.
2: on, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to
1: pump uh, us up here. They, and,
2: they, yeah, they, yeah, okay, they, but, I appreciate that. But, but
1: I take exception because I've been doing this for a very long time. You see, oh my bad, Billy D Williams, Billy D Williams here on behalf of. Derek Lewis and I just want to let you know that Derek DR Lewis the has been in the trenches has been in the trenches for a long time baby so anyway, so anyway we, we know that ESPN will do this they will have something where they're like all right this is good this will this is of the culture this is what's hot in the streets yes, we want the youngins yes. to tune in and then as soon as they get any kind of pushback on that they will immediately retreat because again they have no ethos they have no values they don't know what Girl. they stand for so they stand for nothing is.
4: so can can i can i can i do something really quick this is just 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 to explain really quick like y'all talked about in the episode where y'all talked about um i forgot the oakland raiders player that became that was open that came out openly gay a couple of weeks back um as we as we mentioned as as y'all mentioned on the podcast that episode nfl has yet to mention anything like that but again when michael sam decided before the draft hey Mm -hmm. i'm an openly gay i'm gay and like i'm an openly gay player he was supposed to be drafted in the third Mm -hmm. third round maybe went all the way down in the sixth or seventh round right Mm -hmm. and like as we've seen with the nfl for years and i think still to this day it's still the case um, they don't have a stance to stand on, and the same right. thing with ESPN. I think that ESPN kind of follows the NFL standpoint. And snippet, just a slit snippet, because I'm waiting on this goddamn podcast, Eric. Just like how I felt with UT, with your 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 instance, <laughs> Mariana, um, coming from the South, like Southeast Texas, where literally you see racism at its purest form. Mm. Um, at five years old i was called the n-word going to a school going to walmart with my grandfather because i accidentally picked up something Mm -hmm. right and you know i didn't know like i was supposed to buy it or anything like that i'm just with my grandfather and then my grandfather bought it but somebody basically told me to get my little n-word out and like basically he make i need to know how to pay for things right and Mm -hmm. you know you see that and you're like wow like that's the kind of racism like i've been dealing with that's what we see but when we went to ut specifically what's going on with this goddamn dam of texas situation, which again, that's an episode for a different day. Derek, waiting on you whenever that comes out. It's like, we're progressive. We knocked down our statues We've knocked down all the wording of all the Confederate shit that we had for a while. Oh wait, you want to, you want to, you want to take down the school song? Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! What whoa, the, the else fuck else you up. want? Wait,
3: whoa, what the wow. fuck? That is what I'm talking <laughs> about. It's the
0: psychological, like jerking you around. Yeah. No, we're not racist. We look, look, give us like a, a star. We did the bare minimum. Mm. Here you go. And it's like, okay, you're not racist, and let's move it forward. Uh, not that whoa,
4: whoa, far. Whoa. And so to well, this point, your place. Right. So to this point with like what happened with Rachel Nichols, it was just like a slap on the face like, okay, yeah, you won't be the sideline reporter for the NBA Finals. But hey, look, we're going to do the next best thing, guys. We're going to get Malika Andrews to be the sideline reporter for the NBA Finals. Again, Malika's doing a fantastic job. I think mm-hmm. she's doing absolutely amazing. But again, it's like you're a doing band-aid. that. Yes, you're doing that because you're like, okay, it's we got too much. Yeah, we got too much publicity on us. We uh, got to make it seem like we're doing our job. Well, you're Instead doing that.
1: Of- you're doing that. Why you literally just lead to report that 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 Maria Taylor is asking for too much money? You literally just yes! did it. That's literally what you just did. Like, and you can't tell me you didn't do it. I know. I know that's who did it. I know these yes, I- executive did it. They're the only ones who know the contract information that would be leaked. right. So you. you're literally it- doing this on one hand, but on the other hand, well, it's just business. We're gonna treat the black person like this, and it's like, and this to, is why to the uh, to the eyes this of Texas is why quote, journalists
0: like Jamela Hill leave and create their own. Like I agree with that,
4: Mariana. And by the way, really quick before you finish your point, Derek, thank you for stealing my thunder. You just did what Terrell did.
0: Thank hey, you for well, my it's I'm my show. I'm story.
1: allowed to steal thunder. I guess technically, I guess technically Terrell's allowed to steal thunder too. But whatever. <laughs> I'm old. I can just do shit. That's true. He's a, he's unf- I can't check him, so you can't check me. As ah, an elder ah.
2: statement, I could just I no, could but, just pull rank <laughs> and, and tenure
1: on
0: y'all. I say whatever the hell I want to say. Goddamn it! <laughs> Get off my yard! <laughs> Get
1: off my
4: yard! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, go ahead and finish your your point too.
4: No, I'm good. No, oh, basically, what you were oh, saying I, about okay, what they were doing is I, was, was I, 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 tr-
1: I truly stole your thunder. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: um, it was what was going on was that he was backing me up and saying yes. <laughs> a real mind, like it's like a psychological like abuse yes. to be like we're not racist. Yes. Trust us. Build a relationship with us, and then you'll see that we really are. Oh and my then god! you'll what? doubt yourself. For the rest of your life. Oh my is this God. person racist? Are they gonna betray me? Oh, Joey, therapy.
1: Well, <laughs> it's getting real around these parts, but I I, I needed I the mean,
0: realness. They don't they, we don't talk about that enough. Like the kind of the kind of that's what I'm frustrated about, and that's where my thoughts are tonight. The woman that was dragged into this, when all she's doing is her job, doing the best that she can in yeah. a field where it's not only like male dominated. But it's white dominated.
3: Yeah.
0: That kind of stuff really takes a toll on women.
3: Yeah.
0: So, on anyone, really, not just women, but it really yeah. takes a toll on you mentally. Yeah. And that's well, but, I mean. you. Of- uh,
1: I don't want, I'm sorry to speak over you, but I, I, you had it right. You didn't have to correct yourself. You didn't, don't have to diminish the statement. It's hard for yeah. women specifically. Sure. Like, it's hard for anyone, but the hardest it's for is women, women. of color.
0: That's Black who, women. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, that's that you, you had it exactly right
0: but well, like i like I I do feel like like I know that we want to like not go too hard on uh I, I'm sorry but I forget her name Rachel
4: Rachel I'm not
0: doing that I'm not doing that on purpose but uh I do feel bad but at the same time I guarantee you that like she does not know the the levels that that I'm blanking on all names right now hold on right no, Maria I, will, I will no 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 no, no. <laughs> she oh, she deserves my respect of like knowing her name
1: <laughs> uh, why she does that i do want to point out uh to beggy to pack off of uh julian's maria point
0: taylor.
1: she did it all right well yeah. so uh maria maria taylor Ju- to julian's point that's why i don't let people get away with uh the whole Austin's progressive thing. Like people are always like, "Oh, Austin's so progressive." I'm like,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have, you,
1: "Have you been there? Have you don't gone let to let sc- that, Don't let that torchy taco fool A- you. Have you have you have you have you <laughs> gone to school there? I know they have the whole "Keep Austin Weird" sign, and that seems super progressive to you, buddy. But have you seen how they treat
0: their black students? Have you? <laughs> uh,
3: so
1: it's like, be careful.
0: I'm always like turn are you on 6th street turn around just walk walk a little bit further right. so you can see all the homelessness. I was
1: like I was like yeah there's that nice university campus but right on the other side of that highway have you checked out that side of town cuz then I do it regularly
2: cuz I got to go I do auditions on the other side where I see literally like all the homeless people and then on the opposite side it's like okay totally different so yeah, yeah. Like
0: Austin is so progressive and I'm like drive maybe 20 minutes outside and you'll see all the Trump flags.
2: Have you been to Round Rock? It's not what
0: you think
1: it is. You don't even got to go to Round Rock. You can just go to a city council meeting. You can go downtown. I I covered that (laughs) motherfucker. I covered that mug. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can go right into the city council and see and see, and see how non progressive they can be. Derek,
2: like, no, nah, they wilding right in the middle of the yeah, city, right, right in the downtown, right city. They wildin'.
0: and that is what's like a like a mind fuck for me. It's like wow, those are the things that I'm like the, the the amount that people that black women have to go through. Not only do they have to like go through this mental stuff, but also they have to prove themselves even harder to to like yeah. just have the same opportunities. So it it's always, the
2: Obama effect. <laughs> you got to be top of your, top of your your everything and everything that you've ever done, and then somebody jump your shit because you wore a tan suit. God damn it!
0: And then I knew, oh, knew he, he wasn't wearing the shit. So, it's just, yeah, it's just-
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got to walk that tightrope, no matter how what your credentials look like, leading up to where you are and everything you get. You still got to walk that tightrope
1: because so, you know they'll so run get, you about an there over to, something bullshit. To, get to a broader topic. It, you you hit on something that makes me think of something, Terrell. Uh, we can spend like maybe a second on this is that, you know, liberals, especially liberal white folks, they tend to have this get out view of I would have voted for Obama for a third term if I could. <laughs> but then they'll go out and not even, it's not even liberals, it's white people in general, they'll go out and vote for Trump. Those two sentences don't make any fucking sense together. I would have voted for Obama a third term if I could, but then I voted for Trump instead, who literally created a racist argument against Barack Obama yeah. for, to jumpstart his political campaign. So it's like, what's, I don't even, I don't understand how they can live on those two extremes.
0: <laughs> because it's, they choose to use as um, the master's tools.
1: Well, they the feel like,
2: yeah, they, The, the
0: white supremacy and yeah. misogyny. And this includes women. Internalized misogyny is a thing that unfortunately I also have been <laughs> exposed to, but not just in the workplace. Yeah. It's just, it's really rampant. So yeah. that's why. Um, well,
2: yeah. I, I just think they feel, they, they realize that they, you know, we, you know, we, we throw around that term white privilege, but it's interesting because it's very similar when we talk about the voting, like the, the extremes that they can vote on. Um, you know, it's interesting because when we talk about white privilege, that that idea that a white person can have a black friend and can have a completely and totally racist and just horrible white friend and mm-hmm. somehow feel that they can straddle that line um, because they know that if they go somewhere with that racist white friend that maybe, you know, tends to say racist things and, and, and is probably not a very good person. If they go somewhere with that person and that person does one of said racist things that they tend to do, they can kind of sit there and kind of not say anything. And nobody's going to really worry about it because they're white, too. But then they can go hang out with the black person. And then they can sit there, and 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 they can just go hang out with their black friend, and be like, you know, so and so said such and such, but don't worry, I'm on your side. I'm on your side, buddy. They have this. There is a a range that they have that we don't. Like as a black person, I'm sorry, I can't have a racist white friend. It's not possible. I can't do it. When I find out said racist friend is white, said white racist friend is there, all of a sudden I'm not friends with them anymore because I'm not fucking with them. Period. I, I don't have that luxury. I don't have the ability to spend my energy on that person. So therefore, they're gone. My black friends are my black friends. Like, And so I'm going to hang with the people that I feel like are most likely to be my allies. And I don't have the luxury of having that, quote, wide diversity of friends since we throw throwing that word diversity around. I don't have the ability to do that. White people do. OK, period. They can have racist Uncle Charles, uh, you know, or they auntie or they Mima, they peepaw that have been out here calling, you know, black folks niggas since day one. And, yo know, they don't mean no harm. You know, that that's the kind of shit that's that just his do. That was
4: just his mindset from yeah. years ago. And he it's just the, just the same. Yes,
2: he, 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 he ain't going to never change. That's the same thing they did with what Derek was just talking about with the Trump versus the Obama argument. Oh, I would have voted for Obama again. But guess what? I right, just something didn't feel right about Hillary Clinton. So I'm going to go vote for Trump. Like
0: the woman. That's what didn't. So Oh, right
2: it, There you go mm. And so it's mm. like mm. That's the shit that like I hear some of the, and, and the shit that we, we're hearing right now About Kamala Harris That's a whole other fucking podcast But the shit right now we hear about Kamala Harris Is fucking crazy because black folks are saying that shit too So we I'm not even going to get started on that But fuck man Like seriously that's what we're doing today
0: mm, the noir is really Jesus Like a big Christ. Jesus Christ. Problem So
2: Yeah uh, so it's ugly out here in these streets.
0: And, and I, I keep, I bring up that the whole like master tool thing because I read Audra Lorde said that and it always stayed stuck in my head that you cannot dismantle the master's house with the master's tools. Mm-hmm. And as long as people mm-hmm. continue to lean into their misogyny and their white supremacy, this, the, the, this is what's going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. So many needless like lives affected in the name of what? this false idea that like one, like that's what it boils down to. I always, mm-hmm. I'm always going to talk about race because it's all connected to race. And anyone no. who tells you otherwise is racist. <laughs> like those are yeah. the facts. Like I, I just, I don't care what people and people have politicized racism, which is wild to me mm-hmm. because racism is racism is racism is racism. It just is. So in my opinion, ESPN is as long as they continue to. And I mean, they're not the only ones. This is like the standard. As long as you continue to worry about capitalism and what will get you that bottom dollar leaning into racism and leaning into white supremacy, they're going to continue to do stuff like this. And the people that are going to have to suffer from that are going to be black women, black men, people of color.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, ESPN is just a... You know, that's why we do it's the just show. A it's, the just opinion, a, it's just man. a microcosm it's of corp- a of, of, corporate, of corporate America. This is how corporate America functions.
3: They're they just
1: visible every night. <laughs> we <laughs>
3: see but them every what night. I'm trying,
0: what I'm trying to say here is that the talent of, of these journalists is better used. In my opinion, I'm very radical, though. For me, leave and build your own, but that's just how I am. That's well what,
1: it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a process Jamel Hill can't you know just build her own she has right. she built a brand at ESPN, which she used oh, it's ESPN definitely
0: not it's not easy as a as a lever
1: and then once she could no longer service what she wanted to do she has now left right. and has become successful but she she had a lot of like you know we're trying to build a brand here you see how that's going we get 10 listeners an episode and so that's like right. I'm not saying that's the yeah, that's, be more progress oh, is progress yeah, well eventually you you need the levers of corporate America to Oh, corporate america. you definitely
0: and that's another thing so that's actually something that i that, that i pride myself and i actually haven't even mentioned it but i actually started a small media company with th- three other people oh, and okay uh, so like right now it's just zine i'm still in corporate america i'm still in that cog but i have i never stopped this is how i see it if you want to rise like separate from it and create your own space I'm going to get my money. I'm going to learn, but I'm not going to stop being a student and taking note in everything that you put me through. Because guess what? Now I know how to do all these things and I'm taking everything that I'm learning and I'm coming over here. And at the same time that I'm like, Taking a part in this, I also have a.
1: don't give them the. They might be listening. Don't give them the game. Don't give them the game of what we doing. We we got to move in silence, like real. Giving the game away, you got to make them pay pay for it, baby. Yeah, yeah, don't. (laughs) As we always say on this show, don't give away the juice for free.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For free, baby. I (laughs) want. I'm gonna say this because I want people of color to do this. Yeah. Be like, you know what? I'm going through this bullshit, but it's all worth it because I'm moving my forward in the end and even if i have this nine to five job this nine to five job isn't my life and the perfect job the perfect job doesn't exist you get to create that shit so that's why i'm saying and i'm always going to like sing this from like the top i'm i'm on a Podcast no, no, of color, oh, so I'm going to say, don't,
1: it. don't don't give the juice away to the to the to the to the oppressor for free. I, give the juice away to us for free. <laughs> yeah, the
0: oppressor ain't going to stop me from learning from their moves that's and taking them up. to build my own space. That's what's up. For, uh, like, voices of color. To
1: that's what's up. So Respect on that. I, you know, we had we had yes. Mariana because I think you know I think too often this podcast has gone on talking about. Women's issues, gay issues, and there hasn't been enough representation of that as for you generally for men of color. Like there is obviously minority representation, but there's not other minority representation. And so sometimes I feel like I err in the fact that I don't want to just call up Corey, who is of the LGBTQ community, or I don't want to just call up Mariana, who's a woman of color, just to have them on for an episode to talk about a topic. Um, I I think we do a good job of just having them on to talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. So I, I yeah. I'm not uh, necessarily no, no. worried about. Know,
0: you know this? I don't know if you know this, but I'm also bisexual. So you oh, got. I, I, I do know
1: this, but that wasn't you haven't said that publicly on the show. So I didn't. Uh, it's not my job.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> clear thing, yeah. I've, so, got, yeah. I've got. I've got. Kai's coffee in my hand at all times, there's, 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 and I have a septum piercing. I think those are two parts of bisexual culture.
1: <laughs> so I, <you> know, <laughs> some, my hair is like purple. It's, a, it's a it's a we check checking our boxes. It's a fine it's a fine line between you know calling your friends on and using them in a very tokenist way, and, yeah. and having oh, no. having diverse opinions on. So that but this is an important you. topic. I
0: appreciate you not like you letting me be the one to say it, but I mean I think it's finger guns awkwardness. It's all there. The bisexualness yeah. is just coming out.
1: That's what's up. <laughs> As, but today it was, you know, I had to get Mar- Mariana on because I knew she had dealt with an issue of this nature. I know she's dealt with this repeatedly because how could she not? That's just the, this is the business, unfortunately. And mm. so she's gone through those cogs. And so it was important to have her voice. I also felt like it could be a balance. I knew Terrell was going to come on. I knew he was going to flame Rachel. Yeah, Nichols. you know, I was going. I knew shit. I knew Julian was going to come on. He was going to flame Rachel Nichols. Um, <laughs> I, I come at it from a slightly different perspective, not a different perspective. Because all the flaming y'all have done to Rachel Nichols has been warranted. I do, as I do, you know, people can be multitude of things, right? So she can yeah. be racist. Yeah. She can, she can say something racist. She can need work. But Rachel Nichols has also done a lot of good stuff, too. Um, and she's also, she has a lot of friends of color who have come out and defending her and saying, hey, I know Rachel Nichols. I know what she's about. I know who she's put on um, in the game um amina Hassan spoke, spoke to this on the dan levitard show so if you want to hear him talk about it he's a man of color who's mm-hmm. who's says hey rachel nichols has helped not just me but others in this sure. in this media industry um and then jamel hill was like i don't know her well enough she's always been courteous to me but you know that doesn't give me the right to say anything about it and i'm not just going to defend someone just because i know them right um and so you know i'm And I'm not going to do that either just because I've heard these things. I'm going to be like, oh, you you got to give her the benefit of the doubt. White people have lost the benefit of the doubt. That's just the plain and short and simple of it. Um, That's for sure. And there's really no gray area here in terms of what she has
0: said. You want to know what I think is interesting though, Derek? It's that uh this idea that people are like no I don't want to be it, it's making me it's giving me Sharon Osborne. it's giving me I'm so oh, horrified oh, of being identified yeah. as racist sure, that you're sure. more horrified of being identified as racist than you mm. are of like facing that you're racist
3: mm.
0: in my opinion like everyone has been exposed to racism everyone is racist to some degree mm-hmm. and Everyone has to face that, including myself. Hmm. Everyone has to check it, including myself, and everyone has to grow and fix. That is our each person's responsibility. Well, so the, my, uh, my every, problem is Rachel Nichols is talented, but she right. also has racism, but she's not the only one. It's everyone. Everyone has it, sure. and for me, it's like... Don't shy away from admitting that you are, that you have racist mentalities because that's when you turn around and say, it's because I was raised in a, in a racist environment. Even if my parents didn't realize that the media that I consumed, the news that I, that I read the, the, the way that I was, that I saw people treated at school, at church, in the grocery store, society created this. So that's why I'm like, why, why, what, like, I know that she's not, that she has, you know, Black friends, which is the lamest thing that white people always do. Um, They have their black friends come and clean up their messes. They should clean up their own messes. If if she's not, she should be like, none of you guys have to do any of this. Don't even speak. I will do this. I will take it. That is like, I messed up. I said it. I need to fix it.
2: Right. Well, the problem is, is that people don't want to do better. And when they're in those situations, they want to look better. And so that that's the thing is like that. That's exactly what's going on with her right now. Like, I don't personally think she, you know, I, I feel like what she said when she thought she nobody was listening other than the cat she was talking to. Um, it feels to me like that tells us exactly who she is so you know she had her little apology and that was cool and all but again i don't really i didn't get the impression that she wanted to do better in that situation i just feel like she wanted to look better she wanted to look like she was contrite and the things she said was not what she was all about but realistically like i said she said it when she figured nobody that knew was listening
0: i hate and, when people say that that's yeah, not who and that's am. where it is no, no that's that who, is you who, who you are you that's said
2: it yep When nobody you was listening.
0: is that is who I am, and that's a problem. And I'm gonna fix it. That it is. is what you should have said. So
1: it is. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm uh, a little more optimistic than you guys about Rachel Nichols because I think she I think she knows better. You built
0: a relationship with with
1: you as a viewer. Oh, I know nothing about Rachel Nichols. I don't watch Rachel Nichols. I, oh, no, <laughs> I yeah, I, no, <laughs> well, I know. I know. I know who she. I know. I know she. I know she is. Right. But I don't. I don't have any deep rooted like love for Rachel Nichols. I yeah. just from what I've seen, and she's not been perfect on this, and right. I didn't expect her to be because I wish suck. I had your. Why, I wish people, I had your enthusiasm
0: about white people white suck. Women, well, really.
1: I, I mean, I don't have enthusiasm about about white people in general. Just in this situation, I think from what I've heard, I've I've been listening to it somewhat closely she seems like she's equipped to fix some of the mistakes that she has made now she has to go and fix them sure i'm giving her the benefit of that in terms of i think she has the tools in her toolbox to fix the things that she's done Mm -hmm. but she has to go put up if she's if she's if if this story dies and nothing else happens we hear nothing about rachel nichols for the rest of her career then this tells me that tells me a lot about who she is in terms of Mm -hmm. you got called out and you didn't fix shit you, and you, you got called out a year after you did it. Yeah, and you didn't, you didn't, you didn't fix anything, and right. you, had to, you had a chance to, you had a chance to make it right, and you didn't. And your friends, some of your friends, took up for you, and so I kind of, in de facto, took them at their word that you could do something better f- with this opportunity, and you didn't. But I do think she has the tools in her toolbox to, you know, but a lot of people have the tools in their toolbox. A, lot of, whi- just- a lot of the white people have the tools Maybe in their toolbox, just- and they don't do it.
0: You- maybe i've just seen this too much like i've seen this exact thing across all industries way too much a white person messes up says something and then um they act like super shocked that it comes out and then their friends of color come out to defend them and then like it's just i've seen it before which is why i'm so like Uh um you're gonna have to like prove it yeah yeah guys and You
1: got work to do and that's why i don't i don't think we have conflicting opinions on this but yeah. i think that the balance of our opinions is is in, is important in because form, we see yeah. we see it from the same perspective we, it's just that you've been hurt a lot by it i maybe you've been hurt a little less uh maybe I've been a little more fortunate in that regard and so I'm not I can see the avenue of change. I can also see exactly what you see, which is why what I know you saying is completely valid and completely is probably the likely outcome. If we re- if I'm being honest, that she'll just, you know, she'll she'll lay, keep her head down, the off just, coverage, wanna, and she'll she'll just continue being who she is.
0: I do want to preface that, like, I'm also on the heels of like in the last year and a half, I cut off about three to four white women who were like closed circle. So, and I cut them off because, you know, that like you start changing and you start realizing the people that you surround yourself with aren't really, you're like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I was part of the problem. Wow. I was allowing this to happen. So then you stand up and go, maybe you shouldn't say stuff like that. And then they're like, how dare you? I'm a white woman. And then I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah.
1: And, and I'm still, not- and, and, fra- and you know, to, to all so card- because of all that, card-
0: I have that bias where I'm like,
1: and I. And, you know, and I have that by all cards on the table. I've been working to be more, to be less passive. I can be too passive sometimes in these situations in terms of giving the benefit of the doubt where I'll just be like, well, I, you know, I believe that people are generally good because that is my life view, that people, given the opportunity, can step up. Um, I do also believe people are inherently selfish, but if you aim that in the right way, it can be a use for good. And so sometimes I lean too, too far into the other spectrum where don't, it's, don't so, don't be
0: wrong. No, it's just unfortunately more often than not. What we're saying is usually what happens, but there are anomalies. And I have friends that are like—that's why they're my friends. They are still my friends. White people who are like you—you know—it's a good white friend when you can talk trash about white people and they'll join you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, all like my, all my good, all my close white friends will readily talk trash. <laughs> about, <laughs> other my
0: daughter's best friends is this, like this white girl, and I love her because every time I go out. She roasts every white person she sees. Or like one time we went to drink, and they are doing the chicken dance, and she goes, "This is how it is everywhere I go. This is what it is to be white." <laughs> and I'm just like. No! I like
2: you. <laughs> but you know what black <laughs> folks be doing that shit too though? Cause we will go in on somebody like that just like, come on now, you know better than that you shit. Know better I like than that. out here in the street doing this shit. That's why white folks be talking bad about us. Like I see it all the time, man. I got everybody got, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like there there is a hurtful aspect to it, and then there's an aspect of, hey man, I know my people ain't right. Sometimes yeah. and, it, and we gotta and we gotta let
1: that shit be known and that's oh, understandable, we, man. I get we, that. We, I mean, we've done that with uh, with uh, with our own people yes. on the on, yes. on the homophobic nature of the community because we yes. know how that we know how that can go <laughs> exactly um, very very left and so, big time and so you know it, it, it it's needed and that's when you know you're in...
0: that's connected to white supremacy because
1: huh? it's connected to the Bible because it's connected to it's the all church.
0: connected to white people and racism always. <laughs> So, so if you have I, any, like, all of that, sorry, but it, it all boils down to, to that, like, it is, it just is because you are always trying to separate yourself. I'm better than you because I'm a little more heteronormative. I'm closer to them being more comfortable around me because mm-hmm. I may be black, but at least I'm not gay.
1: Now I I I accidentally slipped into that one the other day when I uh when I said normal instead uh, yeah, a normal person instead of because I was just positioning wow. it against yeah. against uh against the trans. Uh, but you were ma- what you tran- meant to
0: take was a heteronormative person. Yeah, time.
1: and then I corrected myself when I said heteronormative. But, right. w- yeah, I, but it that's was, it, like was lit- it was literally live on the podcast. I literally Freudian slips normal yeah, out, and I was like, the, yeah, well, there's I some there's something we yeah. something we're going to have to work on because yeah. that just popped out and I was like, well, all right, and then I corrected it to heteronormative. It's yeah. literally live on the podcast for the, Yeah, no doubt. For the, yeah, Na- for the Carl Nat for the Carl podcast. You can go and listen to it. It was, it yeah. was a mistake and it didn't I didn't like it. It didn't feel good in the moment. It didn't feel good when I had to listen to it in that And it still doesn't feel good.
0: But you
1: own it. Yeah. So, you know, everyone has work to do. And and we will see if Rachel Nichols does any of that work or if this was really just her using her black friends as black shields, as is normally the case. Like I said, Um, does she want to do better or look better? Now. And now Terrell Huff will perform a roasting of Stephen A. Smith.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, So we're going to do this. Is this your king? Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Now, I know for the most part, Stephen A. Smith probably ain't anybody's king. Um, Pretty much everybody is out on this dude for the most part. That being said, he still deserves to get roasted. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith decided on first take today that, guess what, it was going to be really, really great if he just, I don't know, went on a couple of rants about, um, well, he pretty much pissed off Asians, and then he turned around and pissed off Nigerians as well, which... I just don't know how you do it, but Stephen A. Smith, with all that money he's making at ESPN, apparently has plenty of time and money to figure out how to do so. So Stephen A. Smith decided, and by the way, you know it's bad a bad take when Max Kellerman has to jump in and stop your ass from doing some dumb shit, but... He kind of failed in this uh, Max, in, in Max, this instance.
1: Max Kellerman taking a straight. Max
2: <laughs> Kellerman basically had to jump in, and it still didn't work because the shitty takes still kept moving. So that being said, um, I don't even know what sequence he did it in. I just know that he said two things today that were about the dumbest takes that you could ever have, and they were you know, borderline races too. But that being said, uh, he doesn't feel like, and uh, I guess, Carol Otani, um, the uh, pitcher slash Crazy uh, uh, slugger uh, for the Angels.
1: Uh, this dude what you is call a uh, huh? What? What? Wait! What? I'm sorry. To, what did you say his name was? Is it Karol Otani? It's Shohei Otani.
2: Shohei. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm getting him mixed up with a dude named there, There's a dude that's like a Super Spurs fan, and he lives in like Japan, and he's he's a really cool guy. But he's it's a long story. And I get the I'm sorry. I got the two names. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Let me continue my rant. I Re- recommencing Terrell I Huff's up. rant on Stephen A. At least he
0: tried. I, I just blanked. I'm like, I yes. don't know who the person is. Yes. And, and, and,
2: and, so, Derek, thank you for correcting me. That being said, um, this man is the face of Major League Baseball whether we like it or not. Yes, he is new to the American game, but he is not new to the international game of baseball. People knew who this dude was well before he ever played a game uh, in the, ma- in major league baseball. The dude is a straight stud. He made the all-star game for being a, for, for a, as a pitcher. And he made it as a slugger because he had, I believe what was it? 31 home runs before the break. This 31. dude is legit. Okay. Period. And he, he, Obviously does not have a grasp of the English language. Um, He's you know, he has an interpreter when he gets interviewed. The interpreter is there with him. And I'm I'm, going to take a little bit of it off of him because he's doing his job. He came over here and he is every bit as advertised as he should have been when he got here. And he's doing it all. That being said, Stephen A. Smith, basically with his dumb ass, said that Mr. Otani cannot be the face of major league baseball because he does not speak English and he needs an interpreter during interviews. Okay. Stupid as hell. Okay. This is from a guy that, he's famous for not knowing anything outside of basketball. I'm not 100% sure the dude knows anything out of the, like, what is he? He used to cover Philly, like, like Philadelphia 76ers, like, specifically. I'm not sure this dude knows anything about any sport outside of basketball, and I'm not 100% sure on his knowledge of that sport either. Bottom line (laughs) is, the dude gets on TV, he says a bunch of four- and five-syllable, $20 words that I'm not 100% sure he knows what they mean, and And ESPN gives him a shit ton of money because basically he comes out and says the first thing that comes to his mind, which 99 percent of the time is stupid. But because he's Stephen A. Smith and he's, I guess, mercurial and he says things and pisses people off and people are always upset one way or the other at something. He says, hey, we like it. So let's give him lots of money and let him get on TV for a couple hours a day and say stupid shit. And that's basically what he did.
0: He sounds like a shock jock from the 90s.
2: Pretty much exactly what he is. He's basically a shitty version of Howard Stern, as in Howard Stern actually has some purpose in the world. No, (laughs) he actually does not have that. Stephen A. Smith is just a fucking clown. Okay, let's get that out of the way. Um, I don't want to I don't want to leave out what he. So so that's that's what uh, it is. And I apologize. Cheryl Otani correct, Derek? Correct. Okay. That's who that's what he did to my mans. All right. Personally, I'm trying to learn more about the dude because realistically, I follow the A's, but I don't really get to follow other teams as much. And I know about him because obviously the team he plays for is a rival to the A's. So, I'm just getting into the dude, and he's amazing. That being said, we couldn't talk about how amazing he was. We couldn't talk about how great all the things he was doing. We couldn't talk about the fact that people that don't even know who the fuck Babe Ruth is don't realize that he's the first guy to do what he's doing since Babe fucking Ruth, who died before most of our parents were alive. So Let's get something real, real clear here. This dude is going to be the face of Major League Baseball probably for the next 10 to 15 years, and you're going to fucking get over it. Stop being a clown. Stop talking about the fact that he needs an interpreter, because guess what? Probably in the next five years, he's going to have a better fucking grasp of the English language than your dumbass will. Secondary. Nigeria, the basketball team, uh, and by the way, uh, uh, not to date the show, but um, our USA basketball team did the same thing they did against Nigeria against the Aussies. So that being said, Nigeria whooped. They won by three. But if you look at how many threes they hit, 20 Against the USA basketball team and beat them by three in a huge upset, um, which apparently wasn't as big of an upset because the Aussies just beat them a few minutes ago. That being said, if you look at that, this is the issue I have with Stephen A. Smith on this. Okay, they beat what was supposed to be the next dream team. Okay, they hit all kinds of threes. They have seven. NBA players, active NBA players on the team, and Mike Brown, who used to be an assistant coach here in San Antonio and was a head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers and going on and on and on, the guy got his own credentials of his own, is over there coaching them, and he actually led them to that victory. I understand it was a uh, 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 glorified exhibition game. But the bottom line is there are seven guys on that team that play in the NBA, the league that you supposedly cover exclusively more than anybody else. Supposedly that you get the, the league that you get paid all this money uh, to talk about, but, I still am out on that, on whether or not I feel like you're even good at that. That being said, this clown, basically, after he could not pronounce any of these uh, Nigerian players who are currently in the NBA, he could not pronounce their names properly. Rather than saying, I apologize, I'm struggling with this, which I understand is not his shtick, and I understand he probably feels like he can't do that because of who he is. Bottom line is, rather than saying, I apologize, or at least just maybe You know, I don't know, framing what he's going to say in a way where he doesn't have to pronounce these names because realistically he didn't have to do so. He could have just said the Nigerian team beat the Americans and they hit 23s and he could have talked about some statistics. But no, he had to go in and fuck up all their names and then act like a straight fucking asshole when he couldn't pronounce their name. Fuck, Basically, I don't give a shit if I can't pronounce their names on national fucking TV. So thank you, Stephen A. Smith, for being a fucking douchebag on national TV, on your own fucking show so badly. And so racistly, if that's even a word, I'll ask Stephen A. Smith, because he seems to be the king of fucked up words. Racistly, that Max Kellerman had to interject multiple times and save your dumbass. Why is this man making all this money? But yet people want to ask why Maria Taylor even deserves you know a little bit less than what he's getting. I'm sorry. He's a fucking dumbass. No, I'm not sorry. He's a dumbass, okay? And if I may You know, I don't know. uh, uh, Maybe I can. uh, I can summon my inner Stephen A. Smith. I think it's fucking preposterous that he's making all that goddamn money at ESPN, and he can't fucking pronounce names. He can't have a take that isn't at least slightly coherent. Um, he, he can't fucking talk about anything outside of basketball. And he's waning on that as we speak. I really feel like he's losing brain cells every time he speaks on the air and the rest of us are worse for it. And uh, no, he's not my fucking king. Get him the fuck off the air. Uh Daniel,
1: uh Daniel, clip that clip that tape. Uh clip that tape, Daniel. We're gonna have to put that on YouTube. We're gonna clip that tape, we're gonna clip that tape.
4: Yeah, Jesus clip that tape, Daniel.
1: Christ. Did you just
0: ah. give did you just give a read like uh who's the thing, Billy Madison, where he's like, Not only is this wrong, but everyone in the room is now dumber for having heard he it. Told, pretty much. Yeah. He told I award you no yeah. points, and may God have mercy on you Yeah, I was going to say
1: much. I was to say that he told Stephen A, I award you no points and uh, may God have
0: mercy on yourself. <laughs> Well, I award him the points of he was great on God. SNL. It was just, it was horrible. I love I when Jay Farrow played him on oh SNL. God. That's all i
2: to it, say. Like, yes. literally, people that imitate him are a better version of Way him better than him. he is. Way like, better. they literally, people that imitate him on like Saturday Night Live know more about sports than he seems to. Okay. I don't understand this. We, I, I always stick with this. Um, uh, 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 the guy out of Ohio state, um, he's, he's sort of languishing with the, with the, uh, Washington football team right now, the quarterback out of Ohio state, um, Derek, you know, him, um, you, okay. you know, the name I,
1: I'm in shock right now. What did Haskins.
2: Haskins. Yeah. Dwayne, uh, so oh, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins yes. Basically, it, it, this is what sticks with me. And this is where I, I completely jumped off the boat with this dude. And I could not defend him anymore. He basically said that he was a running QB. Fucking Dwayne Haskins, I think, ran for like less than 100 yards or some shit like that his whole college career. Like the dude was not a running QB. And yet this is what Stephen A. Smith was saying. Stop asking this dude about anything outside of like the Philadelphia 76ers from the year 1995 to 2005. Outside of that, don't ask that Negro
1: shit because he don't know what the hell he's talking about. Man, Stop called, he literally almost said the n word. I could tell he was one second oh, away. No, I, the, I was going. I was going. Was really? I, no, I,
2: no, the Negro yeah. one was yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was going to get we, that. We. I'm gonna give him that smoke. I know what I know what you're saying, but uh, Bye. no, no, Bye. I'm, I'm gonna give him the Negro because I had to have a Negro spiritual sigh every time I see that mother. Oh Lord Jesus! Because every time he come on the air, it's some fuckery going on, and there it was he got his own show they literally put max kellerman there just so that they could have somebody to somehow maybe interject when he says some dumb shit and max max kellerman is a fucking pro a former pro boxer and he used to be a rapper sort of and that motherfucker can't even stop him from saying dumb shit on his own show i don't know what else can be done a former pro boxer commentator not a, not, I, not a pro boxer. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> as a sidebar, Max Kellerman and freaking uh, 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 the dude that used to train Mike Tyson—I can't remember his name—but them motherfuckers ain't got no business talking about UFC. They don't know shit about UFC. I watched that fucking fight the other night with with with, with Conor McGregor
1: and and all right, we not we not and gonna, and gonna have you gonna you gonna have this show I have got beef this, with everybody. We're gonna I have, got we gonna have beef. we have uh, we have, listen,
2: you have Do I'm, you realize?
1: Do shit. you realize this I'm show this now has beef with the elder black sports <laughs> statesman of our time we have Stephen a smith I oh almost the, forgot is... fuck jason whitlock
4: what else are we doing today
0: <laughs> well, that's
4: fine it's a, you can always
0: really he came, he came to collect i was that's i was just gonna say
4: this is by far probably one of my favorite is this your King i just, just want to know I, uh, I, I just he came I, for everybody I, i'm sorry
0: i, I when I, we're at can it see, can you go can you come for Addison ray while we're at it <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you went
2: to three months of fucking college, and you had the nerve to admit no, that no, shit, no, and then no, you had to fuck, no, and then fucking say you no. got a job in journalism. Are you flaming a child how right now? are you crazy? this? How old is this no, person? Hold up.
0: How, how old are is this? Are you? Crazy.
2: How, I don't give a damn how oh, old she is. That's even but worse. Excuse me. That's but
0: even worse. Get off my lawn, energy. Okay? She had That's
2: the different. nerve to admit that she went to three months of. Fucking college! When people have been doing this shit for they went to college for five fucking years. Well, no, okay, well,
3: I and just they, looked and it up. And We're they
1: not, not flaming twenty year olds no, on this not, program. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. People uh, had to be I an I intern. To, sorry, how many if how if long have, have to you to been? Hey, her, hey, hey, have you if ever
2: if been an unpaid intern? I haven't, but I know people that have. I know people that have been in journalism as an unpaid intern, and they had to do that shit for like five years. Okay, and Addison fucking bragging about how much money did she get paid for that shit? Bragging about how the hell? I'm sure she's as terrible as
0: all 20-year-olds are.
1: (laughs) What are we doing?
0: (laughs) 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 Except this 20-year-old is being propped up by by the media to like, literally give us, go girl, give us nothing. Yes. We're paying you millions to go on Jimmy Fallon and absolutely murder black culture. go Because you stole
2: a bunch of TikTok dances and now your ass is on a red carpet at the ESPYs.
0: I just kept thinking about her getting a job in broadcast journalism after like, and she made a joke. That's the thing. She wasn't, she was being facetious when she tweeted, I went to college for three whole months. She was making it as a joke. Because of all her connections. Silly funny. And this is what I'm talking about. She it's literally had a job funny. handed to her, which by the way was snatched away. <laughs> it's fucking funny. It's not fucking funny. She got fired. She got the job Good. Taken. Good. Yeah, that's why that's why I was like, Good. when I found out, I was like, Oh my gosh. I went on her Twitter thing, like timeline, and then I scrolled down and it was like, Never mind, I got fired because of y'all. Am I am and I, I gonna, like, am I gonna have to separate you two?
2: I'm just saying. Man.
4: <laughs> I, just, I just want you to know this is your king segment. It's fine. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. But but y'all,
2: you already know. Look, I'm telling you, I you th- this week was yeah, not the uh, week. I'm putting this a This week role. was I'm, not the week for Terrell. To do. I'm, I'm, is this your king? I'm putting, I, been in, Listen, I'm putting a rule in. Man, I'm putting a rule in. Unless you can, unless
1: you can drink, you're not old enough to be a, on the segment <laughs> of is this your king?
0: That's when right, you get. You know what? Okay. What She gonna get that? me to drink?
2: Okay, but you you're know not, what? She's gonna get them. She got them verbal hands this, this week before the rule was established. She got me? them verbal hands this week because I'm telling you right now, I've been watching sports all weekend. Her brain isn't finals, even fully developed, she's too look, stupid listen, to know what she's doing between the finals and all this. Bullshit and yet, that happened today, and yet, she cannot- got that, p-
0: the p- that role, she was given that job, and yeah, yet, yes, fl- <laughs>
1: put the corporate white man who gave her the job on the, on the segment. Leave okay. that, leave that. I find out who leave he is, he can get terrible, them hands next week. Leave that terrible white children alone. He can
2: get them hands next week if I find out who it was. He can get them hands, too. Okay. I, don't I'm sorry, I won't man. bring this her up
0: bad. anymore. I apologize. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm no, not, I'm not apologizing.
2: The rule wasn't established <laughs> until just now. I'm just so <laughs> therefore... The, the hand she got the just now, that's what she's going to get. Go back to stealing t- TikTok dances from black women and keep doing what you've been and doing.
0: She had to fill her time because TikTok women went on strike. They literally didn't I do a dance for thought shit. I don't so, don't like, It's hilarious. Go on TikTok. There was no dance done. So all they could do was go. Look, I'm and just gonna. Knees. I, look, knees. All I'm saying, just hands
1: on my knees. All I'm saying is, I'm sure the Zoomers are policing their own. So I'm sure they have their podcast
0: segment. I live with a Zoomer that polices this person daily. So I hear it a lot. So well, because I have so to hear it.
1: If you next time if you want to bring your your daughter on to, to flame this this child that will be allowed but as for the adults the I adults promise will not no longer she when when
3: does
2: the, I for, promise not to cuss when the, your daughter the, comes the, on the but the, form, I will the adults help will no longer
1: yet. be flaming children
0: on the Okay show. so then if ever if ever there's someone below 21 that I want roasted I'll just bring my child on
2: I'm down I will I, will I will put my my mic on mute and I will say the shit I have to you're say not, on mute
0: You're not you're not
2: going to put your mic on mute I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: Terrell, Terrell, do you even know how to put your mic on? You you yeah. It's not it's not i I've never seen you I think not, there's
2: a setting where it can automatically be on mute when I first come on, but then I just
1: turn it off. <laughs>
0: It's true that is a uh, setting. <laughs> so,
1: so now that I've lost complete and control control of this show, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get it to end it right there. Uh,
0: <laughs> I do this every time I'm on. I always just just so Julian knows every we love time every I'm part on. of it. Julian but is I love it.
1: Julian is the podcast I love
0: historian. It. He knows. He's, <laughs> he's like the. He's so Eric uh, sp- like behave, and I'm like sure, and then I'm like you baited <laughs> me, so right. this is what you get. I, I
1: don't know about I don't know about behave, but just no, <laughs> but more like
0: well I've lost control, everyone. Yeah, yeah well,
2: the, Derek, the, the, Derek already knew when he was in for when, when I was on the podcast. The he building's
0: knew.
1: on fire, and you know I just I don't have any water. I don't have any water. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> You're the <laughs> dog in the me That's like this is fine. that
0: sense because I was so about to go fine. in on and now
1: I and now I have a long a long YouTube clip i i had previously I had a, i had a tiktok clip and y'all kept going and so now i have a youtube clip and that's, that's all right that's okay, okay. in works. the meantime <laughs> podcast historian Ju- king julian owens thanks for joining us uh plug all the things you would like to plug and take as long as you'd like because you're already over we're already
4: over time <laughs> we're already over i'll make it quick um as he mentioned you guys can find me on king julian podcast um i am and I'm gonna say this to you guys first. This probably will come on before I go on my show. Um, I had to go on a hiatus. Um, some things happened, um, which will be on the podcast I'll talk about later this week. Um, but I will be back in August. Um, everything will everything smooth sailing, just things happen with a partner of mine. Um, he basically a podcast partner will it's something we'll talk about later. But, anyways, you'll find me there. You'll catch me every Thursdays starting in August. So tune in, see me there. Thank you, thank you guys for always bringing me in. Love it, Mariana. Whenever I come as a guest, please come on. This is amazing. I love this. I really do. Just letting you know.
3: Yeah,
0: it's t- t- the Capricorn. Just so you know, you, you need to know this, Derek. Capricorns hate people. It's just our, <laughs> it's just our like natural setting. The older <laughs> I get,
2: the more people. I realize it.
0: So ooh, Carol and I are just going to you know, hype each other up because
1: we both hate people. So. Speaking of hate people, I hate the end of this show. Terrell Huff, please uh, tell us where we can find, find your, your illustrious career. Yeah, uh, man. Happenings.
2: Uh, at Terrell Huff, uh, Twitter, same as Instagram, uh, fuck Facebook, but I connected it to Instagram. So I wouldn't have to post anything on Facebook, like specifically like myself. I just let Instagram do it for me. Um, and um Let's see. uh, Blue Collar Sports Dads uh, Sundays from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Ticket 760, uh, where uh, Dylan Emery, within an inch of his life keeps me from doing the shit that I do on this podcast (laughs) every Sunday and he usually fails but hey man you know I do what I do um also
1: um I guess I can he has actual FCC consequences he has to
3: yeah exactly
2: so so like Uh, I actually believe it or not I have literally in the last eight or nine months I have not cussed on the show which is shocking well I say ass and like you know like some other stuff, but like, you know, whatever. I ain't the only one. If if Mike Taylor on that channel doing it, I can do it. That being said, um, yeah, great show. Uh, Please check us out. Um, We're thinking about doing a podcast thing as well. So we'll see how that works out. Um, Also, I can finally admit, or at least I'm not going to go too far into detail, but I can at least tell y'all, because I know I've been alluding to over over the last several episodes, I've been alluding to this project that I've been working on that I'm supposedly not allowed to tell anybody about. At minimum, I can definitely say, If you keep an eye out on CNN over the next few months, you will probably see something that will explain exactly what I did for those two days in April, I will leave it at that Um, and there we go. So uh, that is something that we can keep an eye out on. Like I said, over the next couple of months, I think the the time frame they gave us was sometime in the early fall, late summer that we should at least start seeing advertisements for it. And if you know what ESPN is putting out there right now, as far as like some of these like reenactments and some of these things like that, you'll find it very interesting. So uh, that's what's going on. Got a couple of commercials out there. But uh,
1: hey, those just pay the bills. Um, but uh, yeah, man. That's tell, what's up. Tell Dylan to stay off my podcast corner. Only I get to have you for podcast. He gets you for the radio. <laughs> Only I get podcast. Retail.
2: Technically, we technically they turn the radio. Yeah, show yeah. Into and that's a fine. Podcast but now, now it sounds
1: week. like he's trying to really yeah. step on my toes. Tell Dylan. You know I'm, what, I'm watching. He,
2: he actually told me he has all this. He has all this podcast equipment that he bought like a long time ago, and he and he barely used it. And he's like, dude, I'll sell it to you for like eight hundred bucks. I'm like. <laughs>
3: i was like let me find out how
2: much money dereks making on his new job okay <laughs> you know when we might have to go in half on that homie but uh nah man but he's he's uh you know he's he's uh he's holding in there man and uh he's talking about it but you know we'll see how that works out you know how it is man time permitting
1: and of course the the great mariano Ovalle has joined yes. us and uh plug whatever you would like to plug in and, and... Try to keep the hating on people to a minimum, I'm going to (laughs)
0: say.
4: How dare you? (laughs) Damn. All right.
0: I mean, first of all, I hate people. So, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I I love everyone. Not really. Okay. So, see, there's a reason why I have a Chihuahua. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying I have that attitude as well. Just like a Chihuahua. But anyway, so... Check me out on Twitter. I am at XOXO underscore Mariana. That is my dog again. I'm sorry. Um, you can find me on Instagram at chingona.spice. That's, that's P-H-I-N-G-O-N-A dot spice. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Uh,
0: Just then, for the
2: name alone.
0: Yes, that's me. Chingona.spice. Chingona.spice. And then uh, check out my small media company that i co-run with three other uh latina women of color uh it it you can find it at instagram also uh panochazine p-a-n-o-c-h-a-z-i-n-e uh there's a link there for uh (laughs) terrell knows exactly what i'm saying
1: i know what you're saying well you know he's well we know who terrell's married to (laughs) so
0: explain (laughs) to you guys what panocha is but it's called (laughs) Uh, panocha once you get there there's a there's a link tree there that will link you to um the website we are a zine and we are trying to create an inclusive space that elevates latinx indigenous black women on binary queer and femme creatives um so it's a quarterly zine that we release we have events we actually have an event at the on the 28th um it is like it's a sex education for uh for femmes of color um so we do we do tuesday talks uh we do like constant event events for like educating and around the themes of the month so uh we're about to start sex positivity sex inclusivity for people for queer people and people of color and you know them it's a femme space so um check that out sorry check it out and uh support us and as uh, Trails said, support the art, support creatives. Um, I also am a copywriter, brand writer. Anybody needs any any of that, I'm your girl. I, I got you. And I can also, you know, I can be nice. So, nah. <laughs> If I need to be. So, yeah.
1: so, so support all that. Uh, of course, I am your most excellent venerated host. I, I have a headache. <laughs> I have hey, a but headache. we right. better be supporting uh, what uh, you got going on, uh, bro. I. We we can't we still my lips are sealed on exactly what I'm doing so I can't really speak on that yet but I do have a new job coming out so you know somewhat like Terrell look out for that in a very vague and general sense in the meantime you can still find me on Twitter I've updated my Twitter account so that it has the same handle as my Instagram account so now everything is at dr Lewis not, not. third not third <laughs> and so. Uh, this episode will drop We have an episode of Trey Blanco's podcast And grill for you this week And we'll have two episodes of H's for Hell Because quite frankly I forgot to upload Corey's H's for Hell last week So now I have to do oh, it no. on Friday twice no. He's probably going to make fun of me as he should Because I keep forgetting to put his stuff up on time In the meantime That is it for today's program Terrell Huff hit him with the outro Baby you for sport. Because somebody has to Goodbye Hehehehe <laughs>